0: Hey there, and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today is Wednesday, June the 23rd, and, uh, and I have to tell you, it is such a beautiful day here in southern New Jersey that I've got the windows open. I'm, I'm taking a chance. I'm taking a chance that nobody starts making a lot of noise or doing their lawns or the dogs don't start barking, which invariably, inevitably, I should say, uh, you, you know is going to happen, but <laughs> let's just take a chance and, and see how we can do this. You know, when I when I used to do the program many years ago, I had somebody comment one time. I would do it. I had I had more of um. I recorded in our in our old house, and I had a little bit more room. I had a private office, and I was able to. Uh, I had a really good setup, and I would open the window sometime. It was relatively quiet outside, but at least one, maybe maybe more people commented that they liked the sounds of the birds coming in. You know, you got that nature thing going. Um, I don't know if that's going to work here, but let's just see, see what happens. Hopefully it won't be too distracting, but it's just so beautiful. I didn't want to shut all the windows. Hey, how are you? I hope you're doing well. It's week two of our give up worry for good journey. Uh, and this week is, is all about power. We're focusing on God's power. Today, we're going to look at the closing verses of the Gospel of Luke. Um, and and there's this is just such a good message. and we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about power. And I remember, last week was all about hope, the hope that you can change with the help of the Holy Spirit following Jesus, you can change, and you can stop worrying. It's possible. And, and I think that setting that laying that foundation is critical. In doing something like this, because unless you believe that it's possible, you, you, you're going to go into this uh, n- not fully engaged, right? We need to be engaged. We need to believe it. And today, this week's lesson is equally as important, because unless you believe that God is all powerful, you're not going to be willing to fully trust him and understand that trust is a process that it, it, it takes time to not only make the decision to trust, but to have confidence in God. But unless you believe that he's all-powerful and that he can handle what you can handle, and, and that's, that's the whole essence of Give Up Worry for Good, this movement, it involves letting go of your worry. Giving up worry, why? Not because you shouldn't care about your problems, but because you've found somebody who can handle your problems better than you can. That is the reason why we can give up worry, because God is all-powerful. So this week is focused on that. And as we go through this program in the weeks to come, remember this is eight weeks. We're only in the second week now. We're going to be looking at other aspects of this. You know, once you realize He's all-powerful, then what's the next step? Well, then turn to Him for help. Do what you can. Expect difficulties. Keep the focus on Him. Surrender, you know. And these are some of these are somewhat repetitive. And then finally, look back. Look back at all you've been through, all He's done in your life, all He's done for His people throughout history. A lot of these 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 steps that we take, these lessons that we have to learn, uh, they're repetitive. You, you you have to keep learning them. I have to learn them every day. Not a day goes by when I don't somehow in my prayers, usually in the morning prayer ask or recognize that God is all-powerful. In fact, when my wife Eileen and I pray together in the morning, one of the things that I always say when I lead the prayers, we, we trade off, sometimes Eileen leads, lead, sometimes I lead, but one of the things I always say is, God, you are all-powerful. Father, you are all-powerful. You can handle whatever whatever problem I present you. You can handle it. And, you know, it's not so much to let him know that because he knows that It's to let me know that because I easily forget how powerful he is. So you're going to hear me say that a lot. You'll hear me repeat that God is all-powerful. God is all-loving. God is all-present everywhere. All because not to to tell him, but to tell me. It's necessary for me to remember those things. So it's very important because, look, we have learned a lot of bad habits over the years we have learned bad habits and we we get into uh, we get into a rut especially when it comes to worry so it's important for us to retrain our our brains to to what to think differently and that's exactly what we are trying to do aha i knew it we got somebody cutting the grass outside but that's a few houses down so i i think hopefully we're going to be okay anyway hey let's pray um Let's pray right now. Let's turn to our Father in heaven, and let's ask him to be with us, to give me the words that I need, and to lead us all through the power of the Holy Spirit where we need to go today. All right? Sound good? Let's do it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, thank you for being here with us. Father, we know that you are all-powerful. We know that you can hear us. We know that you love us. We know that you can handle any problem that we could possibly send your way so therefore it's with total confidence that we present our our problems our needs to you and father we ask you to handle all of our problems for us let us know what we need to do but please take over guide us do the heavy lifting and let us know what role we play in solving our problems father we lift up our friends our acquaintances, our families. We especially lift up anybody who is sick today. And we ask you, Father, to heal the sick, to open the hearts of anyone who maybe doesn't know that it's possible to have a relationship with you, and to draw all of us closer to you this day. So that through the working of the Holy Spirit and the leadership of your Son, Jesus, We can grow closer to you and know more about you and love you more and be willing to serve you. Father, I ask you to pour out your spirit on me today. Please give me the words that I can use on this program, the words that you would like me to deliver, and please, Father, open all of our minds and all of our hearts so that we will be receptive to your words and be willing to put them into practice. Father, I ask these things in the most holy and sacred name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is your Son and our Lord, and who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. Again, I'm Gary Zimek. This is Following the Truth, and we're we're going through this eight-week Give Up Worry for Good program This is week two. We're on day three of week two. So we got a long time to go. And and I say that not to freak you out. I don't want you to start thinking, oh my gosh, this is such a drudgery. This is going to be terrible. If you need a few days off, I I don't want you to take some days off. But if it becomes too much of a burden for you, if you have other things to do, try to read the book if you can. Make up for any days you miss. And, And then keep going. If you miss a day or two or three, you know, this is summer. People have things to do. I totally understand that. If you miss a few days, you can still benefit from this program. That's why I do the daily email reflections. That's why I do the podcast. And, of course, that's why I wrote the book. So all of these things work together to help you. My goal is to just try to bring you a little closer to to the Lord, as we go through this process to get you to get you used to hearing him speak through his God through his word every day and then putting it into practice and spending some time with him you know you start doing all of these things and uh and your life's gonna change for the better, and you are going to worry less so you're gonna because you're gonna be spending more time with him. you can't spend time in prayer and worry at the same time you can be afraid and worry. But you can't spend time with the Lord in prayer. You can't pray and worry at the same time. It just can't be done. They are two activities that, uh, that cannot be done at the same time, which is a good thing, right? It's a good thing. So let's continue to walk one day at a time. Let's let the Holy Spirit change our hearts. We can't force the Holy Spirit to work faster than he, than he wants to work. And, and, and that would be pointless anyway, because the Holy Spirit is in charge, of this give up worry for good program. It's not us. It really depends on the spirit to change our, our hearts. Okay. Um, following the is my website. If you want to find out more about my work and just remember the offer for Lenten parish missions in 2022 still stands doing them for no cost. So there's no fee involved with them at all. Email me at gary at following the truth.com if you want to schedule me for your Lenten parish missions. I had a two people contact me today. I, uh, I I only have two open dates at this point in time, and um, nothing's firm. So if you're interested, first come first served. If you're interested, let's get let's get to, let's get moving with this, and I would love to, to lock it in. So just email me at gary at dot if you would like to book a give up worry for Lent parish mission for lent of 2022 it's still time i still have openings and again if we set this up if you're interested you, you know i i don't have any commitments from anybody so everybody knows the deal whoever gets in first gets to give up worry for lent parish mission so i, w- I would love to bring this message to your your parish so just let me know following the com is my website uh, let's see, anything else? Any other pieces of news? No, I guess that's about it. So so let's talk now about this idea of power. The The whole week is devoted to focusing on the power of God. Now, if you notice, what I'm doing is I'm not rushing. I'm trying to take this step by step. Each week has a theme, and then each each day's reading for that week follows that theme or supports that, that theme in some way. I, we can't rush this thing. I think we're going to lose we're going to lose the uh, the point if if we rush it. So just try to settle in and take your time. And, and here's here's the good thing about doing it that way. There's not a lot of pressure. You know, one day at a time, learning one small concept. Number one, I think the concept's going to res- register better and be remembered easier. And and also, there's not a lot to accomplish each day, which is exactly the way I want it. You know, because if I inundate you with a lot of material, if I make you do a lot of reading, if I tell you to spend two hours a day in prayer, then then chances are you're going to become overwhelmed, especially in the summer, and give up. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. Now, time in prayer is, yes, time well spent, but especially if you're not used to spending a lot of time in prayer, please start slow. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's good. If you're not used to it, you know what a big improvement that is? God will work with you. It'll, the Holy Spirit can work wonders with very little time spent. You know, I'm not saying don't spend a lot of time if you can. Ultimately, over time, you're going to want to spend more time in prayer. You'll be talking to the Lord as you go about your daily business. You know, you're, you're going to, to do that. But initially, let's let's chill. let's not stress out over this. I don't need you to worry that you need to spend more time in prayer because then uh, that complicates the issue. So this week, we're just focusing on God's power, how powerful he, he is, how much he can take care of our problems, right? So i I mentioned uh at the start of the show that today's meditation comes from the very end of Luke's gospel. And here it is. it's Luke chapter twenty four verses 52 through 53. And here's what we're told. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple, blessing God. All right, so what we have here is the apostles are on the mountain with Jesus, and he is ascending into heaven after having risen from the dead 40 days earlier. He is ascending into heaven to go back to his father. And just prior to this, Jesus blessed them. He ascended into heaven. And what happened? They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And we're continually in the temple blessing God. The reason I love this, and and I made the uh, I made the point in my email reflection today that Many people are going to look at these last two verses in Luke's gospel, and after reading about the miracles of Jesus and all that he said and did, it's easy to just blow over or gloss over these last two verses and head right into John's gospel. And that would be that would be a mistake to do. Not not to head into John's gospel. That's a good thing, but to assume that all right, all the action is done. And it's time. It's time to move on. I don't. I can ignore these last two sentences. They're just fluff. But, but in reality, they th- these last two verses in Luke's gospel have always resonated with me ever since I first read them. Especially since I, I began to know Jesus more and I really began to let Him work in my life, and asked Him to help me, to stop my, constant worrying. Uh, and the reason the reason they touch me so much is the fact that the disciples who the, the apostles here returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were always in the temple blessing God. It made no sense for them to be filled with joy. And I think that's what struck me about this. It, this makes no sense at all. From an earthly perspective, what happened here for them to be filled with great joy makes absolutely no sense. The reason being was that, their leader, who had been crucified. Sure, he had been, he had risen from the dead, but he also was crucified. He was ascending into heaven. He was essentially leaving them and sending them, just prior to this, he, he, he commissioned them to continue his work. So essentially, it's like this. All right, guys, I'm going to bless you, and now I'm going back to my father. Please, carry on. Go out into that hostile land, a land which persecuted Jesus, which was not friendly toward Christians, which wanted to, who wanted to kill them. You guys go out, continue my work. Good luck. Now, can you imagine being filled with joy? Again, it just makes no sense. But that's the beauty of the message. The beauty of the message is something Jesus gave to them. Now, remember, these guys were cowards. Not too long ago, they were hiding because they were afraid that the authorities were going to do to them what they did to Jesus. And if you look through their throughout their history, their recorded history with the Lord during his public ministry, they never quite seemed to understand anything. And they were cowardly. Their leader, Peter, denied Jesus three times. Yeah, he's the leader. He's one of the inner circle. Peter, James, and John. So we got to understand that they were cowards. They were incredibly weak. And you would hardly expect these knuckleheads to be filled with joy to go into a world which wanted to have them taken captive and killed. But they were. And the reason they were was because of the power that they received. I mean, there there are several different reasons. Obviously, the resurrection had an effect on them. But also, they had received, and this is recorded in John chapter 20, um, they had received an initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the night that Jesus rose from the dead on the first Easter. He had given them. He breathed on them and sent the Holy Spirit into them. Now, that that, that Holy Spirit that gift would be completed on Pentecost Sunday, and, and the Holy Spirit would, would descend on the entire church at the time. But they had received an initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit. They got to be with Jesus. They got to see the resurrection. He did bless them before He ascended into heaven. So all of those things contributed in some way to their change to their joy, to their desire to go out and witness, to be the witnesses of Jesus in in a hostile world. So that power, that supernatural power, that power that can't be found on the earth, that power made a difference in their lives. Now, here's the, 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 here's the deal and why this matters so much. We have that power through the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times we downplay the power of the Holy Spirit. We just don't understand. We don't ask the Holy Spirit to work in us. But through the sacraments of baptism and confirmation, we've got the full power of the Holy Spirit, the same power possessed by Jesus, in a sense, because it's his spirit. So he gives us his spirit, that indwelling of the Holy Spirit that comes to live in us is the spirit which moved Jesus to do what he did, to say what he said, and to think the way he thought. I mean, we got that. So you and I have the power. Now, I don't think you need me to point out, you probably know this, but at the risk of stating the obvious, Jesus didn't worry. He didn't worry because he knew that his father was in charge, completely in control, and Jesus sought always to do the will of the father. And he knew that anything that happened to him could only happen... With the father's approval, so he knew there was no need to worry. But we have not; we haven't reached that level of perfection. You know, the Holy Spirit's job is to to transform us in, into Jesus. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is. But throughout our lives, that transformation is going to be ongo- ongoing. We're never going to reach a point where we are completely have been completely transformed into Jesus in this life. It's just not going to happen. So every day for the rest of our life, we want to become a little more like him. And that happens through the work of the Holy Spirit. So we're not perfect, but we can get to a point. And hopefully over the course of these eight weeks, we will get to a point, and And I know we will, where we worry less and trust in the Father's plan more. I, I, I know we will get to that point. Now, how much more? We'll be able to trust. It's going to be different for each one of us because we will all operate at a different pace. And, and some of us might fight the Holy Spirit a little bit more. Others will be more willing to go along with the Spirit, to be docile to, to the work of the Spirit. It, it really depends on us. But we will all, if we if we make an effort, and, and I really am convinced of this, if we make the effort, put the time in, and really try to focus on the Lord more than our problems over the course of these next eight weeks, we're going to worry less at the end of this eight-week program. Worry less. And again, how much less, that's that's dependent on you and me and the Holy Spirit. But, but it's going to be, there's going to be a change. And that's a good thing. That is absolutely a good thing. And you know what? There's nothing stopping you from at some point in the future picking up, give up, worry for good and going through it again. Guess what? I wrote the book, and I'm getting a lot out of it going through this. And and the reason isn't because of me. The reason is there's a lot of powerful Scripture passages in this book. Along with my insights, somebody who has gone from a worrier to a person who really tries. When I say tries, because I do fail, somebody who tries to follow Jesus. And to allow myself to be transformed into Him by the Holy Spirit. I'm trying. Again, I don't always succeed. So there is, I I believe there is good content in this book. And it's not just because I wrote it. I know it's bearing fruit. I've heard from people. I've seen the effect of this book in my own life. I mean, I've, I've been living this. Even though it's a new book, I've been living the concepts in this book for a long time now. I've been in full-time ministry for 10 years, or close to 10 years, and my conversion took place a few years prior to that, and by conversion, I don't mean conversion from uh, another faith to the Catholic faith. I've always been Catholic, but my conversion, that internal change, that metanoia that Jesus talks about, and I think that we talked about last week as well, that conversion from somebody who didn't know Jesus, who didn't want to follow him. To somebody who made the decision me making the decision to trust Jesus to to follow him to listen to him and let him take control of of my life that's the decision I made so that's what I call the conversion Um, and and I see a difference in my life so yes go along day by day but then at some point maybe you can go through the book again if you would like to get a refresher I talk about in this uh, in this day's meditation the importance of the prayer, Come Holy Spirit. I pray that prayer every morning, and also throughout the day, depending on what situations are taking place. The Holy Spirit needs to be stirred up. The Holy Spirit is very much um, uh, someone. For, uh, the Holy Spirit is someone who will respect our free will, and un- unless we we stir up the Holy Spirit and allow the holy spirit through our permission to work in our lives it's the spirit's going to hang back and not force his way on us he wants us to ask him he wants to he goes where he's invited let me put it that way so he's going to hang back he's always with you uh, but if you don't invite him to work then he's going to be somewhat silent so if you look at this verse that we that we focused on today these verses that we focused on in today's meditation, and you see this power, this power that's taking hold of the apostles and changing them, transforming them, that power is available to you. So let's tap into that power today, okay? Let's tap into that power and ask the Spirit to change us today, so that today, this day, you know, it's it's it, We don't want to worry too much. I shouldn't use that word, worry. I always trip myself up there. We shouldn't be too concerned with tomorrow just yet. Let's focus on today. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to work in us today to let some of that power be released so that we worry less and worship more. We recognize that God is all-powerful, that God our Father loves us, And that through that transformative power of the Holy Spirit, our lives can look differently. We can begin to trust more today. So you and I, we've all got some kind of problem today that could cause us to worry. Let's focus on saying, come Holy Spirit, change us. Just like the apostles who could have easily worried that their lives were in danger. But they still went out and publicly followed Jesus, did what he said by sharing the good news with everybody and going to Jerusalem and worshiping him in the temple. We can do the same thing, okay, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hey, we're just about out of time. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you have questions, please email me at Gary at, follow, excuse me, Gary at following the truth.com. Sorry, I got a tickle. Just as we're going off the air, what timing? Um, Gary at following the is my email address. And God willing, I plan to be back here tomorrow on the show. Hope you'll be able to join me. And if you know somebody who might be interested in participating, we're only in week two. It is still there is still time. Send them to my website, followingthetruth.com. Tell them to sign up for the the email reflection and the uh subscribe to this podcast and pick up a copy of Give Up Worry for Good. And then just get started. Even if the even if they don't have the book, and this is what I say on the website, on the entry, the the blog post that I wrote about this program, even if the book you don't have the book in your possession, you can get started by the daily emails and by the um, by listening to the podcast. And then when you get the book, read the introduction and just pick up, join in with us wherever we are. And you 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 whoever you refer this program to, they will get something out of it. Okay. Um, But any questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. All right, I'm going to run. No barking dogs. The lawnmower is silent. I think we made it through the program. I'm going to go enjoy the weather. I hope you enjoy the remainder of the day. Remember, there's power in the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. It's a really good prayer. God bless you. See you next time.